Adam and for Chad on this uh, Friday, December 23rd. Uh, not surprisingly, the headlines stress anxiety worsen among Minnesota's public school students. That the results of a survey just released today. And joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Sherilyn Helgertz. She is a Minnesota Department of Health senior researcher who works on this student survey. Sherilyn, thank you so much for joining us. First of all, for people who might not be familiar, tell us about this student survey, about how often it's done, who it's given to, and the responses you, you look to when you when you give this survey. Sure. Hi, Adam. Thanks for having me. Sure. Yeah, the student survey is, is amazing, actually. Minnesota was the, one of the first states to do such a, a large-scale survey on youth, uh, youth development and, and behavior. And we've been doing this since 1989. And it's about every three years, we go to every place that students are getting educated and invite fifth, eighth, ninth and 11th grade students to participate. And we've gotten amazing participation from the schools anywhere from 99% of districts participating down to 70% in 2022. So it's a and the you, survey. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, it's just a, you get a large representation there. So you get a lot of compliance. So yes. this is based on a lots of responses. Yes. Yeah. In 2022, we got 135,000 students participating. So the results, I, I, I imagine that the people who go over these numbers were probably waiting with bated breath for this specific uh, survey because of the last three years, obviously so out of the ordinary. What jumps out at you when you look at these numbers, specifically when it relates to students' mental health and anxiety? Yeah, that was worse than we expected, honestly. Um, we Mental health has been deteriorating among our youth for the last few survey administrations, I'd say going back at least two. Um, and so we expected that trend to continue, especially following a pandemic that disrupted everybody's lives for two years. And uh, But what we saw um, among our youth was deteriorations across uh, students in all grades and both genders, but particularly so for our girls. Um, girls have, uh, have historically had poor mental health, as reported on the survey, and that trend not only continued, it worsened um, in 2022, and that was striking. There's, they were large percentage point increases, not just an uptick of one or two percentage points. So that was very alarming. And also, we were seeing an increase in suicidal thoughts and attempts in 2022, already too high to begin with and far worse than we want to see in 2022. So you said that those numbers had already be drop, had been dropping since before the mm -hmm. pandemic. Do we know why that is? Um, not exactly. I mean, we know that mental health is the result of a lot of factors. Um, you know, there's uh, you know things like childhood trauma, adverse childhood experiences, which we also measure measure on the survey, lack of housing, financial instability. All of these can really lead to toxic stress. In addition, there's stress in, in academics. There's social media, social isolation, as that certainly worsened with the pandemic. And also kids, they lost like two years of yeah. normal social development and normal activities like going to prom and all those things that, you know, are developmentally important and are sources of, of great joy that we look back to um, fondly as an adult. And they didn't get to do that. So I think that effect is going to carry with these kiddos unless we intervene. We're talking to Sherilyn Helgertz, uh, senior researcher for the Minnesota Department of Health, about this Minnesota student survey. That's what I was going to ask you about, because it's one thing to be have that effect when the pandemic is hap happening, and we hope that our kids are resilient. But these no these figures also show that the, these the, the anxiety and the stress is still lingering as we even come out of the pandemic. 
Yeah, but we talk about resilience, though. This was also equally surprising is that I expected with the deterioration of mental health, that engagement in risky behaviors, which tends to go with poor mental health, like substance use and sexual behavior, those didn't go up. Hmm. Um, in fact, they went down in, in many cases. So as the vaping figures show, those went down considerably from 2019. Specifically among 11th graders, it was 26% had vaped in the past 30 days at the time of the survey. In 2022, that dropped to only 14%. That's a huge decline in just three years. Um, for something like an addictive substance, right? Um, yeah. Still way too high. <laughs> We've got a lot of work to do. Um, but but the story is that kids, despite how they are struggling, are not turning to the kinds of risky behaviors that will further be destructive. So I'm, I'm really impressed with this generation of kids. For how much that they have been through, they're not turning to those behaviors. So that's something to really applaud and be grateful for. Uh, but there's still more to be done for these guys. Oh, Adam, I can't hear you if you're speaking. No, I think we may have uh, we may have lost uh, Adam Carter here, uh, oh. Carolyn. But l- let me ask you this, kind of to, to piggyback off of that. How do we, how can we help give the resources to these kids and, you know, help them maybe fight their way out of some of these negative feelings or some of the stress that uh, that they're dealing with right now? Yeah, I think the answer is we're going to have to, like, pull out all the stops. I mean, I think we've relied heavily on our schools to try and fill in the gaps, um, but that's just not going to be enough. We've been doing relying on schools for a number of years, but we're continuing to see this deterioration. Instead, I think we need to focus on helping Minnesota's kids both in and outside of schools by strengthening the ability of families and communities to give our children the connections, the supports, and the stable environments and opportunities that they need for a sense of well-being about their lives currently and also in the future. And so that's going to take a multi-pronged approach um, to address all of that. And it's, so it's bigger than just their school environment. It's bigger than just the home environment. It's all of that. So we're going to have to commit to making a difference on the very things that are making kids feel hopeless. Um, and we, so we need to actually talk to them and find out what is it? What is it that is making you feel so hopeless about your future? And then we have, as adults, have to commit to making difference. And not just words. Kids are smart enough. Words and promises aren't enough. We have to actually take the steps that are needed to address those things. Cheryl, and I'm back. Sorry about that. I had a little snafu. I got disconnected there for a second. Uh, but I, <laughs> okay. I, I, just, <laughs> I just wanted to, and it was such a good point you were making the, about the silver lining oh. of this, is that the kids aren't turning to those uh, destructive behaviors. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned the intervention when, you, when we look at these numbers. How, do, how are these... How's the survey, the information used by not only the health department, but the education department into better, uh, better monitoring kids' mental health and better addressing it and, you know, trying to correct problems? Yeah, that's the real beauty of the Minnesota Student Survey. It's, it's really unique. I think there might be only other, two other states in the U.S. That, that collect a census like this. So that gives us the local information that not only gives the information that we need about the schools you know, in order to, um, I guess, uh, um, put the right resources in the right mm-hmm. places, but it's also fuel to motivate the decision makers in those communities to take action. Because a lot of times it's, it's easy for folks when there's so many problems to address to say, well, that's not, that's not our kids. That's, that's a metro problem or that's yep. a greater Minnesota problem or whatever. But no, you have the data 
for your school. These are your kids. This is what's going on with them. Let's do something about it. So that is the tremendous value of the Minnesota Student Survey. And it's unlike most other surveys in that we have that census design. And we put so much resource into it, but it gives us back so much. It's really important for for schools and parents to continue to support the survey because this is where we get comprehensive data on our on our kids and we only do it every, once every three years so it's really important to not miss that opportunity and probably a good reminder now you know on the holiday break with the kids at home a good chance for parents to check in on their kids mental health and just see how they're doing right oh great point absolutely that has been a consistent finding year after year when we do the minnesota student survey we find a correlation between kids feeling like the people the adults in their lives that are important to them care about them they do better regardless of their circumstances. So when you got your kids home this week, hold them close, give them a hug, give them a kiss, let them know that you care about them, ask them good questions, listen without judgment, and just let them talk about what matters to them. And then do something about it. Get involved, get active in your community, make a difference. They'll see that, and that'll make a difference for them. Sherilyn, great stuff. Thank you so much. I know it's a holiday weekend, but thank you for taking a few minutes to talk to us on WCCO Radio about this, and I would love to talk to you sometime in the future as we uh, get more of these results in and see the good that uh, not only the health department but the education department are doing uh, when it comes to mental health of our kids. Merry Christmas to you. My thank you. pleasure. Yep. You too. It's Sherilyn Helgertz. Senior researcher with the Minnesota Department of Health on this Minnesota student survey. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Lots of responses coming in uh, discussing this and checking. You know, such a good point there. Just check in on your kids and make uh, w- what a difference it makes when they know that you care about them. I mean, it's, it seems like common sense, but just to take a couple minutes to say, you know, proud of you, I love you, and just to check in does does wonders.